right, we're back. Um, this is this is the fourth part, the collaboration. You know, my brother Nate Chambers. Sir, baby, um, shake the great. We in the building. Yes, sir. Uh, this is episode fourteen, the Everyday Podcast. Don't got a title for this one. Don't know what's gonna be. Um, yeah. yeah. Man, this episode was like super weird. I mean, it wasn't weird because Michael. Michael was successful in winning a championship in honor of his father after coming back off retirement. The mm-hmm. second year, not the first year. Ah. But it was just weird because, like, we already, like, the whole, the two episodes really just talked about things we already knew. Mm-hmm. Talked about series, talked about how Michael kind of punked his teammates and stuff like that. And, you know, you know, you sprinkle in some, some stuff about Scotty and Jerry Krause, but, like, Overall, it wasn't really nothing that we really didn't know too much about. Um, I know now you said you really didn't know about his dad's death. Yeah, um, I knew it was like he was in a car and like he like something happened when he was in the car. I thought it was a car crash. Right. I didn't know like he pulled over, took a nap, and then people like ran up on him and killed him and whatnot. Right. Um, which is very unfortunate. But um, yeah, this episode was very basketball related, which for like pure fans is great. Like I like yeah. seeing old footage. But like that's what I'm having. But you know, I try to have funny titles and stuff for our stuff. So that's why I like it's no really crazy funny moment that I can have for my title at the moment. Exactly. But um, because this episode was more basketball related, and like Flair like might knows that we're yeah. kind of gonna touch on some of the outside stuff that we have dissected. Um, the first being this notion that like Michael Jordan is one of the only people that people like kind of truly like feared for some reason on the basketball court. Um. Even on um, all, all the Smoke podcast, Steve Nash was on there. He was like, he just like, when he entered the league, he felt that fear. Like, he noticed it right away. So, like, what do you what do you think about that, Nate? I mean, and I, I can understand it because, like, Steve Nash and, like, okay, like, Steve Nash, uh, Steven Jackson, and, and, and Matt Barnes. I don't know if Matt Barnes played against Michael, but just speaking on them, um, I can see how they were kind of, they had like that fear. You know, I feel like Kobe was the only guy who really didn't have that fear. He wanted to go straight at Mike and that's what made him like Mike kind of in a sense. But I feel like Steve Nash could tell people had that fear because like you grew up watching this dude. So the dude is like, the dude is like an icon and it's like, oh, I'm about to go playing. You know what I'm saying? So like Mike played, Mike played in the 90s where, in the late 90s where it was like young stars like Penny, Shaq, um, you know, Kobe coming up, Steve Nash, Grand Hill. Like, it was all, like, it was these days. Hey, it was a lot of up-and-coming stars, but, like, they grew up watching this dude, you know, because he got drafted in 84. So, it's like, I can see how, and it's like, it's not like, you don't have no social media now, like, where LeBron's posting on IG, and you can go see him, or you can go watch him on live. You never mm-hmm. saw Michael. So, like, Steve Nash was saying, he was saying Michael was must-see TV. So, if he was on, you had to watch him then and there, because you didn't have no devices to go see the highlights. You didn't have none of that. So you had to go watch them. So I, I, I can see how they feared him. But I mean, I, I just don't get how you can, besides his teammates, <laughs> I don't see how you can fear a man if you're on the same level as playing basketball-wise as him. And mm-hmm. like, like, I mean, of course, not everybody making the same amount of money, but like y'all at the top, like all y'all at the NBA, I don't see how you fear a man. I just don't. Yeah. Um. On that point, like, I can see I can see, like, coming into the league, like, you're Steve Nash, you're a rookie, and, you know, there's always, these, like, they're great. MJ has, like, great 
aura stories about him. Like right. the vets probably told him like, don't say nothing to him or he's gonna give us 50, something like that. And it's yeah. like, oh, he like that? Like, there's no there's no play to that. Like, even LeBron is great or Arcadia, anybody. They're, you're not gonna come into the league and be like, there's not really them stories about them because they don't really talk trash like that. They don't really do like that. And then you also see them play every day nowadays. Right. So right. the vets probably, the vets who have seen Jordan for 10 straight years, know what he's like, know what he can do if you say anything to him or about him or anything. He even make up something about you. Uh, you know, you just don't, you kind of afraid. It's more like afraid what the possibilities could be if you said something. Yeah, pretty much. Which is crazy because it's like, I mean, we've seen it in the doc, like, somebody who, who was this? Who, who told him good game? Uh, uh, LeBradford Smith. LeBradford. He gave him 37 and a game. And Mike said he told him good game. And on the team playing, they played a home and home versus Washington. And Mike was like, I'm going to give him 37 in the first half. And proceed to give him 36 in the first half, which is the mindset of having that is crazy in my eyes. But. He's, Michael is one of a kind. Don't get me wrong. He's one of a kind. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of guys who's going to say that and actually do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's is, that is tough. So I could see how people like actually feared him because it's like he backed it up like, the dude really backed it up after he said he was going to do something. I mean, you really didn't even have to be a threat. All the media could do is say, oh, this guy and Michael head-to-head matchup, and he's already taken it as disrespect. Yeah, it's just, fact. It's just, like, crazy. He had – he was so obsessed with, like I, – I, I, that's, that's really what I realized from these two episodes. Michael Jordan was so obsessed, obsessed with separating himself from his level of competition, and not even just, like – playing wise mentally wise like mm-hmm. he was just so obsessed like he wanted you to be on his level at all times and sometimes I feel like well growing up in my generation I feel like that's not necessary I feel like uh, teamwork teamwork is big if you want to accomplish a goal mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying back then I guess I guess that worked for them because they did win six championships but a lot went into that if we if we talk about deeper context I mean he had the best coach I mean, he had great supporting cast. You know what I'm saying? He he had it all. But mm-hmm. if we're talking about really just trying to get a team to work, I just I honestly don't agree with how Michael went on about it. And it was just his obsession of winning and being great that really um, created those stories, bro. Like those stories where people were just like, "Yeah, man." Like, Michael said I couldn't. Michael said I couldn't eat on the plane because I ain't have no. I ain't have more than two shot attempts. Like, damn. Yeah. Like, no. That's 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 different, bro. You're one of a kind in that sense. You know yeah. what I'm saying? In that sense, for sure. Um, you were talking about yesterday. Like, he's one of those people. Like, he's really like he's like a street ball player with the mindset of like, now nah, I'm gonna talk crazy to you. I'm, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna do this, this, and that. Yeah. But yeah. he has the ability to go do it <laughs> and some. Yeah, and then like the stuff like his teammates like okay I understand you got to push your teammates to be great and in that era you got to make them tough for the playoff series versus the Knicks and the Pacers and stuff like that but like after like making them mentally tough like the stuff like just calling Scott Burrell all type of names just all the time just cause like I don't get it I mean like I get it sometimes joking around you call your brother's names of course yeah. but like every day in practice like you gotta we gotta chill like we gotta chill it's, it's different because, like, you know, when I first met you, like, you know what I'm saying? We, me and you, like, you know, I'm, I don't know if you remember this, but, like, like me and you, like, we didn't, we we automatically got a connection, but, like, 
I will always throw like them little, like little mean shots at you because you know what I'm saying you was like a little you was nerdy you was small so mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying nice. we were always we were always like throw them little shots at you but then we realized like okay like this man needs to be built up you know what I'm saying he needs mm-hmm. to be built up confidence wise to really see like the potential he has as a person you know what no, I'm saying I, I know you remember that bro like definitely I, I thought about it, I'm just like wait I, I, who am I to tell him this you know what I'm saying tell him stuff like that you know and I wasn't like trying to do it it was just happening. But that's not my nature. That was really in Michael Jordan's nature. Like, just straight bullying guys. Like, yeah. just straight bullying guys. Like, for no reason, bro. Just for no reason. Um, Yeah, no. That was definitely his, like, persona. And, like, to, like, kind of fast forward a little bit. Like, the we're going to talk about now, like, how his mindset. That mindset, like, that, like competitive mindset. Like, that. Because even he said in the doc, like, if you didn't like the way... I did it. You probably don't win, which is not really true. It's people, you can win in many different true, ways. Bro. But like that mindset, it was so because he won the title that way. It's kind of kind of now like the way people think NBA players should be should have that mentality. Like win at all costs. I will die on this basketball court to win. But it's it's clear you can win different ways. Like we Tim Duncan won five titles without even talking really saying a word. Like, like, <laughs> like so, it's definitely different win. But like because he was so great and he was like the first to really had that mindset is like stuck in like the media and like people's heads man yeah i i agree with that 100 percent. like you just can't tell anybody nothing when it comes to him because the man just did it how he wanted to do it and he was undefeated in the finals which which you know ultimately that's what counts and you know that's really him bro when you know what I'm saying? And I know Mike was like, this whole documentary is kind of like, he's kind of just like revealing himself to people. So I don't know how hard that was for him. Mm-hmm. You know, but he teared up. You know, what was that after episode seven? Yeah, we were talking about like, was like, people not like, that, like it. You know what I'm saying? Then I don't know what to tell you. And he started tearing up because it's like, bro, like, that's really him, bro. I realized, mm-hmm. like, bro, that's really him. And it's like, we don't realize like, okay, Michael has a good side and a bad side, but also the media critiques him and they praise him at the same time. And I, and to us, I feel like they praise him more, of course, and yeah. especially, you know, old heads, I feel like they praise him more, but like, that really shows like, that was really Michael, like, that was really Michael. So like, for people to really be sitting up here and saying like, I, I don't agree with stuff he did, but I, I, you know what I'm saying, I salute to him because he won like that. Uh-huh. But, um, you know what I'm saying, for him to reveal that and, and to show people that's really him and you know what I'm saying some people don't like it and they criticize it and you know I just yeah that that last part he just teared up and I was just like oh whoa that's <laughs> <laughs> like like bro you're tearing up because you're revealing this bad side of yourself and it's just like dang bro like this is really him and it's like he doesn't think that's bad either like he yeah. just does like he just sees it as him being himself bro like that was that was something that, that was another thing that really shocked me. Like, that was yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, like he definitely gets both sides. Like when his father got killed, and people try to put that like because he was like in gambling debt to whatever. Yeah, like, bro, that's terrible. Like, bro. That's terrible. Like I like I would probably be hard had your father died and people try to put it on you. But like, but like you said, like essentially, if you attacked his competitiveness or like the way he led and stuff, you're attacking his character, right? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of separate. Like for TV, yeah. like if you say somebody's like a bad leader today, it's strictly basketball, probably. Yeah. Like for Mike, 
because that's the only way he knew how you're attacking yeah. him overall yeah There's yeah no, no, that's the perfect way to put it which is wild but um i mean hey i mean you won so i mean it's nothing people can really say at the end of the day like you they, won they can't and I, I think i think that's the way he feels about it i just feel like the it's just it's it's very emotional to him because of how it's coming out and episodes and it's just like it's not giving people everything but it's giving pretty much 95% of what's going on mm-hmm. on and off the court now so Facts. um yeah. I do want to give Mike credit like I will say like throughout even just like in general like before this dot like I've never heard him like like he like takes the praise and like doesn't like always shout out like I'm the best yada 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 something like that nah, yeah he's very humble yeah he's very humble because only thing I hear him say, like, when somebody try to make a debate or something, it's like, he says, like, six. Like, I got six ranks. That's all he goes to. Mm-hmm. Like, he cares about the winning aspect more than him being overall the best player. Which probably, I mean, mentally, if you if you're that competitive, he probably, obviously. So he touched the lead, he probably thought he was the best player. But, like, I mean, I do give him credit for not always, like, saying, like, oh, I'm the best. I don't want to the base, yada, yada. And I, if I'm, like, if I'm keeping it a, a hundred, like, I believe... Now, right now, I, I feel like he still believes he's the best, but I feel like Michael's not that type of guy to believe like no one can surpass him. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in his greatness, but maybe, but definitely as a basketball player, I definitely think maybe not in his greatness because I like to me, I'll, I'll say Michael Jordan is the greatest because really without Michael Jordan, there would be no Kobe, there would be no other of these players because everybody looked up to him like they literally looked up to Michael. So I, there's there's nothing you can argue about that to these guys these guys that grew up in the 80s and 90s bro that's that's what that's this is their guy yeah globally this is this is michael jordan so um you just can't you just can't argue that yeah also like as always i always say like you just do pure like nba like what you did in the league accolades and all like it's probably it's probably mike um i know i used to argue korean because his accolades is right up there with mike but like you are accolades and like impact and all that it's probably mike obviously yeah, it's, like, it's and he beat all the guys under him. Yeah, that, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so but like if you like if you sat down like basketball heads like even old time legends, and you just broke down like abilities, like it would probably be a bunch of different names getting thrown out like ability wise. Right. But um, okay, so now we talked about his mindset, people being afraid of him. I want to touch on because you know as as I've been telling you through this, this whole collab. Only thing I've been picking out, like, of course, I like looking at the old highlights and seeing stuff I never saw before. Right. The, like, hypocrisy of, like, what the media now today told us about Mike and them versus, like, what I'm seeing in the doc. Right. I have to point out. So, one of them things is, like, this notion that, like, he won six rings, he was undefeated. But, like, every time people say that, it's like, it sounds like he, like, coasted the titles. Like, he was 16-0 into the playoffs and whatnot. But when in reality, and like people always say he didn't win the game seven, but he went to a yeah, lot of game sixes. Went to a lot of game sixes, Mike. So, um, what I want to touch on is what 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 finals do you want to touch on first? You want to talk about the Jazz? You want to talk to Super Sonic? Well, it's up to you. Let's 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 talk about his his second three peat pretty much. Like. Okay. So we're gonna start with the Super Sonics. Right. Um I will say that was 72 and 10 team. Uh, they were insane. Um, I do, I do, I know that I look through the stats, like basically all the championship teams. The Bulls basically were, you know, NCAA basketball, you could pick your tempo, up yeah. tempo balance. They were half court. 
And they're playing, they're playing defense. That was the Bulls. But in these Supersonic series, they was up 3-0. And then they let the Supersonics win two games back-to-back. Just really... When you're up 3-0, you're supposed to sweep, essentially. Yeah, if you're up 3-0, not 3-1, you're supposed to sweep. And even if it gets to 3-1, like, okay, game five is like, it's over. Game five. That didn't happen. So, game four, they got blown out. 107-86. This was the first game Gary Payton actually guarded Mike. Yep. Mike shot six for 19. We're gonna get we don't get the Mike shot attempts too. We're gonna get to that one. That that's a funny that's a funny part right there, bro. Um and it's like I'm looking at it like even all the stats, like the supersonics aren't like playing crazy good. It's just like eventually you see that like Mike was clearly better than everybody else. Like I will give him that like in these matchups in the finals, the best player versus the best player, he's like ten points above them, so and so. Yeah. And, like, this Supersonic team, they had a lot of good, um, I wouldn't even say role players, like, borderline all-stars, like Sam Perkins, Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp was an all-star. Mm-hmm. And Gary, you know, Sean Kemp and Gary Payton, they were the dynamic duo. They got Hersh, you know, Hershey Hawkins, like Hershey mm-hmm. Hawkins and stuff. Um, and then Detlef, uh, I don't know, last Detlef name. Trump. Yeah, he's, he was nice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, um, what I saw, essentially what, what, essentially what I saw, what happened to Supersonic, is what you touched on earlier. Mike right. had more role players, essentially, because yeah, he just they just had a deeper team, like they just had a deeper team, and um, guys off the bench just understood and, and were smarter. They had more shooters, they had more defenders. You know, what I'm saying they just had it all. Well, um, yeah, the Super is like starting five average double figure, all of them, and then like it's a drop off. Like the first bench player average like two points. Like it just. Right. Once you throw in the Tony coaches and the Ron Harper and the all John Sally, they gonna score. So yeah, but like the guys that's on the bench that's averaging like two, like the Steve Kerr's and the Randy Brandt, like they're gonna get an important bucket. Like they're oh. gonna get an important right. bucket. Right. But um, I'm just surprised that series went six and you're up three L. That's very yeah. And in the dock, so Gary Payton was kind of you know trying to plead his case on. You know what I'm saying? Why uh, the series changed. And he he said, um, you know, the series was 3-0. And, um, you know, I haven't guarded Mike because, you know, his coach wanted him to score. I think George Carl. Yeah, George Carl was coaching him. That was crazy. Yeah. Uh, George Carl was coaching him. And, and to touch on George Carl, I, I know Mike had said George Carl didn't speak to him. I don't know if you remember his part. George Carl didn't speak yeah. to him. So he's just like, oh, after that, the series is over. And yeah. I'm thinking it was three. I'm like, whoa, dang! He just he just backed it up again. Yeah, I'm saying that, that man Mike is different. He just backed it up again, but not. Nah, um, they went two more games after Gary Payton guarded him, and, and granted, Gary Payton was the defensive player of the year, but the dude is six. How tall is this man? Six three. I think he's six three, six four ish. About six three, six four ish, but he uh, he gave MJ some problems. MJ went on to shoot. 42% in that series. Mm. Yeah. It's, um, it's a while. It was like his little, like, slight to his people. And just like, I will, he backs it. He backs it up because even with the BJ Armstrong thing, like, he taunted in the Bulls' face. And then they go the next three games with these because Michael just started going off. Yep. But, um, okay. Now, I'm going to get into 
the Jazz series. Oh, actually, no, I want to touch on the Pacers. Because the Pacers series is a series that, um, that's what ended off the, um, like the episode eight. That's what ended on, like the start of the Pacers series. Okay. So let me find, oh, I got to find that series. That one, the one seven, um, which people, you know, like I said, people don't really ever highlight, like, Mike fights was fighting for these ranks. Like, it wasn't like he was. They, they don't put was, everything in the context. It's just simply Mike won. He won. Um, uh, this era had, you know what I'm saying, had the most difficult teams to play against when I'm just looking at something completely different. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. When we get to them jazz, oh my God. <laughs> 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 no. don't want to get to them. That's the crazy part, bro. Like, you gotta be kidding me, bro. Like, yeah, all right, no, let's touch on the Pacers because this right. was probably Michael's hardest series ever. Yeah, this Pacers hit when he was young. Oh my god, Mike is oh, I can't wait to talk about how Mike is really getting these puppies up. Um, <laughs> Mike, okay, he averaged 31, 31, what 31, five and four. Um, Pippen averaged 16, seven. Did you want to touch on how Scotty was really out here hooping? Yeah, Scotty was hooping, bro, and and I, I I know people people understand that he didn't win without Scotty, but like, mm. Scotty was hooping, bro. Like, there's games where this man is getting 29 rebounds, five assists, two steals, and shooting like around 50 percent, 60 percent, and it's just like if if Michael shoot if Michael has a bad shooting game, which almost every game almost is. You know what I'm saying? Like one or two, what like three to four shots. He's like Michael's three to four shots being away from shooting like close to 30 or, or below mm-hmm. 30, you know, or below, you know, 39%. So like Scotty's really the backbone, bro. Like, this is crazy, bro. Um, like I said, like well will I where I will give Mike a lot of credit is like when he plays, when you look at his stats compared to like the other best player stats, like he's always especially in points, just way above. Like this series, he averaged thirty-one, and Reggie averaged seventeen. Like that's just like that's <laughs> their best player, bro. Now Reggie, like Rich Smith, is averaging sixteen, which is crazy. But like that's still like a drop off, like in points drop from your two best players. And Reggie's a scorer. That's what Reggie's known for. It's not like Reggie's a facilitator type. Like no, Reggie's right. So like, oh man, went seven. Um, game seven, the Bulls won 88-83. These, I'm telling you, these scores in the 90s are nasty. Um, yeah. Mike is scoring 30, and your team is scoring 80. Like, um, this is disgusting. Kill stack with you. But, um, like, look at this game seven. Mike had 28, but Tony Kukos had 21. Scotty had 17. Steve Kerr had 11. Like you said, Steve Kerr going to show up with big moments. They're going to show up, bro. Like, that team... And that's all correct. People be like, oh, Michael did that. Michael did that. Yeah, he's the leader of the team. He did push them, you know what I'm saying, to step up in them big moments. But that player is the one who came through. We got to yeah. realize these players are the ones who have been coming through, bro. Like, Michael isn't the reason these players, that's sole reason these players come through, bro. These dudes are hitting shots because they want to win too. Mm, and um, even uh, I was listening to Mark Jackson today on the Rich Eisen show. He was saying, in this game seven, they was up by three, like five minutes. It's a jump ball with Michael Jordan and Rich Smith. Uh, Michael somehow won it, and a broken play. Steve Kerr got a wide open three to tie the game. And, so, and yeah, after, Mike, I remember that one. Mike took over. So like, just little stuff like that. My man Jalen Rose was out here. Mikey I J Rose. He was out here. Oh uh, yeah. man. 
Panthers team, them Panthers teams from like this year up until like that um, finals against the uh, Lakers, they was really stacked. Yeah, for sure. Well, okay, let's uh, let's get to the Utah Jazz. Oh no! Oh man, this is gonna be fun. Utah Jazz. See, okay, I can't. I'm looking at ninety-eight, but ninety-seven. All right. So, first of all, all these games were close. This is this is the this thing I really want people to pick up on. Like, the Bulls are winning five points in the last games versus the Jazz. It's not dominant basketball but um this literally series, every game almost every game yes every game um this series we gotta talk about Mike getting these puppies up he averaged 32 7 and 6 which is crazy are we, are we talking about 97 yes oh I'm right, good, good good yeah yeah all right then yeah all these are close besides yeah. one he shot okay he only shot 26 a game but he's averaged 32 shooting 26 points a game my shooting 26 shots a game average 32 like, that, yo, that's a, bro, that's a lot of shots, bro. Like this, let me talk about game four. Like game four, 11 for 27. I'm <laughs> telling you, he'd be like, he'd be like two, three shots off of not, like just literally shooting his team out the game, for real, for real. Like, mm-hmm. and granted, nobody had a good game, but Scotty, again, 16 points, four assists, three steals, one block, 10 rebounds. Mm. Jordan, zero steals, three rebounds, four assists, 40% shooting. Like, I'm telling y'all, bro, the team was nasty, bro. The team was nasty. Jordan was the one that pulled them through, bro. But, like, bro, this team, this team, is, and, and they only lost this game by five. And Jordan played, I wouldn't say he played terrible, but he didn't shoot the ball well. And they yeah. lost by five. That just shows you how good this team is. Like the next on 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 the Jazz, Carl Malone shot nine for nineteen and had twenty three, and and John Stockton had seventeen, and that's pretty much. I mean, Jeff Hornacek had thirteen, but like that that's just that's barely that's just barely enough. That's their mm-hmm. team, and they're just barely winning. Like, yeah. um, and even the closeout game six, Mike had thirty nine, but he was fifteen for thirty five. I mean, he had 11 rebounds, I'll give him that. Um, but then Scotty, 23 and 9. And then you have Kuko Jan Kerwin, 9. You know, Dennis is grabbing his 11 rebounds. Like, they had Robert Parrish? Oh, Robert Parrish is trying to get that ring. Okay, Robert. Trying to sneak that ring. On, on the Bulls? Yeah. Yo, trying to sneak that ring. Okay, in. He didn't play. He was Jawan Howarding that, that uh-huh. ring. He was <laughs> <laughs> trying to get that one. Yo, he's just trying to slide in there. Yo, hold on. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get that ring. Yo, did he just come? Yo, he played in the league from 76 to 96, bro. Like, what? Yeah, he's trying to get that ring. Went to 97? Yeah, that oh. was good. Okay, see, this 98. This 98 finals where it gets funny. Because we're we going to get a whole bunch of this next week. Because, you know, the last shot and all that. That's the last two episodes, really. But we got to talk about <laughs> game... For the game three of the 1998 finals. Bro. Now, the Bulls won. The Bulls went up 3-1 in this series. They lost game one and won three straight. But this right here, game three. (laughs) (laughs) They beat the Jazz 96-54. to (laughs) Bro. 54. 
96 <laughs> minus 54 equals 42 points. This is a finals game. This is not no regular season game, bro. Supposed to be the best team in the West. I mean, like, what? Like, bro, first game, 85-88, Jazz. Second game, 93-88, Bulls. Fourth game, 82-86, Bulls. Fifth game, 83-81, Jazz. In the last game, they won by one. That, no, that on top of that, all the close games we just talked about in the last finals. Like, Jordan won by one point in the last game, but this game three, I get it. It's it's one game, and y'all and, and people probably think, well, it's just one game. You know, it's just one game. Like, bro, the finals. It's not just one game, bro. The finals, bro. I'm telling you, bro. I'm a LeBron fan. I'm not debating about this LeBron Jordan thing, but I'm telling y'all, if LeBron goes out there and blow out a team like that. Y'all won't congratulate him. Y'all gonna say why this team sucks. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna simply pick at the team that because they suck or they, you know what I'm saying? Because like, this team is fully healthy, bro. <laughs> bro, bro, this team is fully healthy, bro. They have Carl Malone, John Stockton, the same dudes. First of all, look at their team. Like, look at their team, bro. John Stockton, Greg Ostertag, Jeff Hornacek, Byron Russell, and Carl Malone, starting pop. Those are the only dudes really contributing to the team. I mean, you got some role players in here, but they're going. Bro, bro Jordan, Jordan was not killing these guys, bro. 85, 88, 93, 88. The, this, the third game, they killed them. I mean, that's just a massive. 82, 86, 83, 81, 87, 80. Like, these games are close. Like, you're telling me, like, LeBron James is. You're telling me LeBron James. Like, even against the Spurs, bro. Like, even against the Spurs, where he was just completely outmatched. He did not get blown up. Did he get blown up by 40? I think he might have got blown up by 30. Probably go look at the series, don't you worry. I mean, he might have, you know, let me... But, like... Yeah, but we get but because LeBron by himself. Oh, did no, Nate, no. The, lo- the, the most he lost by was 11. See, bro? He lost a three-point game. The closeout game, he lost by one. And in game one, he lost by nine. With, with oh, Booby LeBron, LeBron gives up. He, you know what I'm saying? He gives up. But he fought to the end by him. And I don't like to not talk about the full team, but, like, LeBron is 22 years old. So I don't I don't care what anybody says. The dude was by himself, bro. Like, I'm, I don't, we need to talk about Mr. John Stockton. Because it's this, like... This like, okay, Mike played. Oh yeah, all these Hall of Famers. Yeah, Carl and John and Clyde, and he did. But John Stockton is not showing up in these some of these games. <laughs> like, like you sitting here telling me y'all lost ninety six fifty four, and you're the best or second best player on your team, and you shot four shots. I know you're a passer. I understand. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. Like, Nate, he finished with two and seven assists in four shots. Like if I'm if I'm losing that badly, like you said before, like we was talking, I'm yucking. Like I'm just shooting at that point. Look, whoever's making this last chance documentary, I need to film. I need to film to this game. For that I like this game. game. I like this one. Please, I need to film because until I get this film, I'm just gonna be convinced that these dudes didn't show up to the game. Like they really, <laughs> they came in like these these minutes played. I'm not gonna believe any of this. 54 points, bro. I'm getting, bro, I'm going to get a squad of 12, and I'm going to score at least 50 points, and we're not even real NBA players. 50 points. 54, bro. 
You can't tell me Jordan is clamping like that, bro. <laughs> no, I'm not. Because they scored 80 something all the other times, bro. All these games, bro. All these games. Like, what happened this game? <laughs> bro, and then, like, in the se- in that series in general, Sean Stockton averaged 9.7 and 8.7. Like, He's a, bro, some people try to call this man the best point guard of all time because he leads the league in his, he, you know what I'm saying? He's the best, you know, he's the all time assist leader. Isn't he steals too? Yeah, steals too. So I mean, like, like nine and eight. But John, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I'm gonna look at I'm, I feel like have, he doesn't have a championship. No, he does not. What was um, who was? So there's no way he can be the best point guard of all time. At the 2015 finals, I want to see Matthew Dellavedova back. Bad. Bad. The dude was probably taking like eight shots a game, like. He, he averages 13, 2, and 10 for his career, shoots 50% from the field, 38. Like, these are great stats. Mm-hmm. But the dude was taking, like, six shots a game, bro. Mm-hmm. Playing like, on, bro. Good God, this team is wild. I'm not going to lie. These teams are bad. Like, the I- highest, the highest two-point field goals attempts per game in his career is 10. Come on, bro. I'm yucking 10 of them. 10 of those. I'm getting 10 up. In the first half. I'm getting 10 up. I don't know. Like, you can't control the ball that much and not get 10 up. Like, Like, okay, granted, most of his points, most of his points contributed to the team are coming from assists. Mm -hmm. But, like, getting them up, bro. The year they played Michael, 97-98, the most points you put up, I mean, the most shot attempts you put up, like, why can I find it? Six shot attempts per game. Nice. Wait, John, John Starkson, you talk, you telling me. Let me, let me make sure I get this right. You're not telling me, bro. Jordan, bro, Jordan is not, Jordan is not beating the 73-79 Warriors mm-hmm. in six games. I'm not saying, I'm not saying the Warriors are going to clip them. I'm saying it's going, I'm, I'm saying it's going to five, or six, and I'm taking the Warriors. It may go to seven. May, okay. but we you won't get a game where Jordan's shooting terrible. You that's always that's what I'm saying. Okay, first you of all. can't be sitting up here and act like this man is a god, bro. Like we, your bro, brainwashed, bro, brainwashed, bro. Like John, I love Michael Jordan. He's the greatest basketball player ever. He is. You just can't deny that. All these, everybody who plays now is, you know, what I'm saying is come has come after Jordan and has mm-hmm. looked up somehow, some way. You just can't deny it. But the mm-hmm. best, he can be surpassed. He can be yeah. surpassed in almost every category. There's besides, a debate, and we're not. We're, you're not gonna say it's not. That's the fact. Yeah, he can be surpassed in almost everything besides winning six rings, and that's a team achievement. Mm-hmm. Bro, you saying tell me in the 2018 finals, J.R. Smith averaged nine points, and in the 1998 finals, John Stockton averaged the same amount of points as J.R. Smith. Like, like what? You like I'm. I'm gonna tell you that. I'm gonna tell you this right now. The the Warriors with KD, <laughs> they're not they're not scoring 85 points. I don't care what defense you got out there. They're not scoring 85. I'm sorry. Now back then, if we're gonna revert everybody's game to back then, say Stephen Curry plays like close to like a John Stockton and KD plays like. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I don't know who who you can't even compare KD to anybody. Right, it's just not. You can't curse that. Like it's just it's down bad, bro. Stop talking because like there's like people like I don't. If you're an old head, bro, like media old head, just old head lover of basketball. If you're really really using your brain, bro, the Bulls are not beating them, bro. If we're just going team for team in their prime, bro. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to put this team in this era or this team in that era. Um, this, this is, this is what I'm saying. It's, it's not happening for the Bulls, bro. It's this not. Okay. I'll give you, I'm not going to take the last year Bulls. They were old. I'll give you the 72 or 10 Bulls. That's fine. The first year of the second 3P. That's cool. I, I will give you these rules. You can hand check all you want. That's fine, but when Stephen Curry get the pat pat and KD at seven foot gets the pat pat and Jordan and Pippen gonna run with Clay and Draymond, trust me, trust me, the hand checking, the, the three of them bulls are fouling out because first of all, I already know, I already know if Stephen Curry embarrasses dudes with his handles. So mm-hmm. most of them bulls, most of them bulls, you know, back then they wasn't having that. They getting baked. They, you know what I'm saying? They trying to clobber you or grabbing your jersey. Mm-hmm. So, so whoever's playing point, uh, Ron Harper, you're getting fouled out because Stephen Curry's mixing you. Um, we're talking about KD. I mean, nobody can guard him. I don't think Scotty, like, right over that high top, Scotty. Right over Scotty, Scotty can play defense, bro. And and possibly hold KD to less than twenty five some games, but he's it's, it's, you're not stopping him. You know what I'm saying? You're not stopping him. Kawhi, Kawhi can't do it. Uh-huh. And Kawhi's more, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, Scotty was athletic, but you know, they, I mean, they pretty much have the same build. Yeah, Kawhi. But you're not convincing me if Kawhi can't do it, then Scotty definitely can't do it. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? It's not, bro. Like. Draymond is pulling Robin away from the rim. Like, yeah, he's he's pulling Robin away from the rim, and I feel like their their personalities clash, and I see both of them getting ejected. So you don't have your, so you don't have your leading rebounder now. That's one. Draymond, Draymond, this fear, this fear thing of Michael. Draymond's gonna make sure. Oh, nothing about that. Draymond's make there's no fear from his team on that one. Right. He's making he's making sure. So I mean, man, if we put everything in the context, bro, and like, you know, what I'm saying we throw in, we throw in Iggy. I'm I'm throwing Iggy on, on Mike. I'm like, go I throw Iggy on my straight throw Iggy. Mike. Go I mean, he probably he gonna get hair because it's Michael Jordan. Mike but. is gonna probably get put thirty on him. I mean, yeah, LeBron put. You know what I'm saying? 35 you, on it. You're going you gonna to shoot that. You're going to shoot that 12 or 25. Maybe make shoot terribly, though. You're going to shoot that 12 or 25 for sure. You're going to 30 points. Bro, LeBron would – bro, Iggy – no, granted, like, when Iggy was playing LeBron and won finals MVP, LeBron did shoot close to – he shot, like, 41%. It was close to 30-something percent. But this is in 2015 when Matthew Dellinadova was his second leading scorer. <laughs> Like this, and, and he took he took them to six games. Like he took the best team in the league to six games, bro. Like he made LeBron shoot a, a terrible percentage because. But MJ, MJ, you're gonna have to pass the ball, bro. You're gonna have to average. Right. And Mike's you, not like, you're taking the win against the word. You're gonna have to pass the ball. I'm Mike's sorry. not passing as much to like kind of free him up, so speed up, self up like more. Like he's yeah, not passing as much. So yeah, it's not going. It's not going well for you. And then. I'm taking the Warriors bench over yours. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, that bench is unmatched. That was the reason why 
they won those 73 games and then, and then the year before I think they won 66. Yeah. You know? right. And so like those those that was the main reason why you got most space uh Barbosa, um Sean Livingston, Iggy. I want I want like imagine like imagine like, like who's guarding Clay? <laughs> like cuz you are three best defenders. That's a crazy. Thought. I didn't forget all about Clay, bro. You have four good defenders. You have Ron you have Dennis, you have Mike and Scotty. Okay, you're probably putting Scotty. Okay, D. You're probably gonna put in in the crunch. You're putting Michael Jordan on Steph Curry. Right, we know you are. Dennis has Draymond, so you're gonna put Ron Harper to just run with Clay, or even during the game, you can have Mike just run around with Clay and then try to go score 45 without it. It's not that. It's not going. It's not gonna be that easy. It's not happening, bro. Just running around with Clay Thompson. I don't care. I don't care if you're you're holding Clay Thompson by his hip. That thing is going. It's going, <laughs> bro. Up, bro. He don't gotta set his feet, bro. I don't care. Him and St- I don't care if you're grabbing them. Like if their arms are free, it's going up and it's going in. Fifty-four points, oh, bro, man. Fifty-four. And last thing I want to talk about is how Mike is really a yucker. Yeah, let's talk about this man's. Where is the, is it this series? Is it not this one? What is it? Where is that series? Oh, shot I, think it was, I think it was the 98 series. Man. No, 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 no. The 98 series, he was fine. The 96 series against oh, the Sonics no. was probably his worst series of that 3P, but I mean, he still averaged 27. Okay, I know what series it was. It was the it was the Phoenix series. Oh, this is his first 3P. Yes, that's the... Yeah, this is when he was. This is when he was a demon. The dude was just no twenties. Let me find it. Oh my god, where is it? All right, let me go back. Let me go backwards. Oh, I'm gonna go back in the finals. Okay, I see what I'm at. Okay, give me, give me a second, folks. Let me, let me get my stats. Yeah, I know. That's what we were talking about. We were saying like, in the Phoenix series, dude was just averaging forty. Like, yeah, it was forty-eight and six. Forty-eight and six, but. <laughs> 40, 41, but like, dude was dude was wow. killing, but like, now he was putting up so many shots. He bro. shot a hundred and ninety nine shots in six and <laughs> six games. Okay, you do the math, that is thirty three shots a game, bro. The, the, first of all, this guy and, and this man was playing almost every minute of the game too. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm, I, I understand. Like, if you're gonna be out there, you might as well shoot. I mean. But 40, 45 minutes, 41 points, 33 shots. And what, what was the team? What was the team's uh, average? Like, what was their what was their average? He, he averaged 41, and they averaged 106. Now for shot attempts, what shots are there? In you total, like 60 percent of their shots. Oh no, no, they had 544 That's nuts. attempts. So minus his 99, 199. Good God. What ninety? The teammates throughout the six series had 335 divided by six. So the teammates took about fifty-seven shots per game. And he shot about thirty-three shots per game. Yeah. So they're ninety shots per game, but he shot thirty-three of them. About one third. He about one third of shots. It's all Michael Jordan. But damn. He was crazy in that series, but these, but these series, man, these second three P series, man, like 
Jazz would not. Close, he's shooting very close to 30, like 39%, 40% in these series. That's not it, bro. I'm sorry. I don't even be, I, like, I, like, the comparison thing is not my thing, but it's just like, come on, bro. And even, like, averaging, like 16 shots a game. Like, <laughs> he's averaging 16 shots a game and getting, like, in, in the playoffs, he's getting he's getting 28 points per game off of 16 shots while mm-hmm. while distributing. If you look, um, even like the Jazz, the Jazz went um in the first game they went five they went first series they went five games with the Rockets the Rockets they had uh, Barkley and Hakeem and Clyde. So they they barely made out the first round. Wait, what? Jazz in ninety seven. One five with the Rockets in the first. Now afterward they got to cooking, but oh we. I'm at some Mike in the A. That was his best finals. He averaged forty one eight six, but he was getting yeah. the stuff. No, that was by far his best finals. I think we covered all the games though. Yeah, the Jazz. The Jazz game. The Jazz game is really what kills me though. It is really poor. Do you do you, do you remember that game? The Jazz game, game three, uh, game three in '98, where the Lake, where the Bulls won. <laughs> was it '96 to '54? Yes. Game three of his last year <laughs> in Chicago. Do you remember that game, Ty? You talking in, in the playoffs? Yeah, the finals. That's what we're trying to say. Like, that's score what we're trying to say. Like, <laughs> score 54. And yo, my, yo, my, my dad, my dad. He done seen all these series that you can think of in history. Oh, this the the score of game three was fifty four ninety six. Chicago, bro. Oh man. Like I, I just I need them to come out with that because pretty much we were breaking down like, um, you know the series that Michael was in and. Pretty much, you know, people, you know, we're getting that notion from people before this documentary that he's coasting through these championships. Um, And, you know, even the championships that they're sweeping people, they're not just straight coasting. But this Jazz series, they were close every game. But game three is 96 to 54. That they didn't show up to that game. (laughs) (laughs) The Jazz. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Like this is a finals game. <laughs> they scored no, they scored nine points in the fourth quarter. <laughs> no, bro. No. Bro. I mean, like for to me, they even let them play another game. The like to me, I think I think the Jazz team is good. I don't think they're great like the Bulls, but I just think um, you have too much. You you have the fact that you have Stockton and Malone. You can't score fifty four, bro. Like, are you, I mean, I just commend them for playing almost every game close with these with these Bulls, but fifty four <sighs> points, bro. I don't understand that. 
I, I'm done talking about it. Oh man, that Let's is get funny. the Bleacher Report. Uh, oh. Check the teams. Okay. How many points were in that game? Eleven points. He was a leading scorer with eleven points. Okay. I'm, they got to give me film. Nobody showed up to that yeah. game. Game th- like in episodes nine and ten, I need them to focus like five minutes on game three, please. I beg. Um. Okay. So, for the question of the day. Uh, oh, now nah, we'll do a song of the day afterwards. I want to get into this. Yeah. The uh, Bleach Report put out some all-decade teams. And from pre-80s up until now, for 2010s. And right. they're missing some names. So, do you want to go one by one? Yeah, hold on. I'm about to pull them out right now. All right. Some, some oh, so look, 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 look. Um, so Bleacher Report put out a tweet: building lineups from the last fifty years, pre eighties, pre eighties. So that you gonna notice the starting five for the pre eighties is Oscar, Jerry West, uh, Havlicek, Elgin Baylor, and Bill Russell. I mean, this is this is great. Where's Green at? That's what I'm saying. Havlicek is at the three. Oh, Will Chamberlain's not on here. Oh, yeah, Will Chamberlain's not on there. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, you know. I mean, yeah. But Will Chamberlain, Will, Will Chamberlain played in this late season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but... That's true. That's what I'm gonna do, but, but every... But every... If you ever say who the top centers are, everybody always have a book number two or behind... Right. One or two behind me. Right. You know, so, but... But Will did dominate that, that uh, you know, pre-80s. This is wrong. So, for the actual 80s... Yeah, but I'm just saying, that, but, 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 but the most underrated guy that, that did it is Elton Bell. I mean, that cat is... He, he's the most underrated guy in Elton Bell. Let me see Elton Bell. Let me see you look at mine. Nah, his stats is nice. I mean, that's all we can go off of. And he, and he had, that's and all he, I know. And he had, and, and, and he, you know, he, 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 he played hurt. Yeah. This stats are crazy. Now. Like, yeah, these stats, oh my God. I mean, they're talking about 30 some points. And when he first came in, he was busting 37. Oh. I mean, look at his first year as a prep. When he came in as a rookie, he was 37 and 19. Yeah. His best year is 38 and 8. Oh my god, he rebounded too. Like, yeah, yeah, he rebounded. Like, look at the rebound. Yeah, he had 18 rebounds that same year at 6'5. Six, 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 yeah, yeah, he was, a and he can handle the ball, and he was a great passer. That's nasty. Yeah, he, 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 uh, he was really, uh, he, I mean, he, 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 he really to me, is the most. and they and, and they kind of underrate Jerry West. You know, it was one playoff. Jerry West averaged forty-four points. Yeah, the whole I, I saw that, and I mean, he carried. I mean, I kind of underrated Jerry West too. Um, Jerry and West, I didn't know Jerry West was about six-three. He had long arms too. Yeah, yeah. And he could jump too. Yeah, uh, he could jump. And, and you know, he, I mean, he can handle the ball. He wasn't the greatest ball handler going to his left, but going to his right, he take that one-two-three dribble, bam. And, 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 yeah, I mean, plus, 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 plus he can play deep. They always underrated him. Yeah, he definitely was. Uh, it's so cards that they don't, like I'm trying to tell you, you never even look up there. Like I said, they have these guards now, like Jason Kidd. Nah, stop it. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, I mean, you know, 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 you know,
And I mean, the whole lot, Dave Bing, they just forget about Clyde Frazier. He was a bad, bad boy. Yeah. I said Clyde Frazier over Jason Kidd and, and, and Gary Payton and all of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, but like, all right, Dad. So now, but like, this is from OG. Like, who done seen everybody done play? Dad. So, how do you feel about? I know you don't get into the Jordan and LeBron thing, but you you know, like, pound for pound, who do you think is, is the best size them two? I, I I think the the, the most talented player okay. that I've seen is, is LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan. Uh, had a tenacity that you, you just you just don't you know just don't get. But rebounding, okay, for size, whatever else you want to give it. Jordan came out, and you can say he played longer. Jordan came out rebounding. LeBron is really, to me, is the best orchestrator of an offense that I ever seen. Yeah. I mean, even nice. Imagine making some flashy passes. Imagine had a lot to work with. Kareem, James Worthy, all Tell these you guys man, he had to man. work with, and my so forth. Imagine it was nice, but I've never seen nobody make the kinds of passes on a consistent basis as LeBron. He's a better passer than Jordan. He he, he, he wasn't as tenacity on defense, but he was but he was still good on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so and and he didn't he wasn't a spectacular score like Jordan hanging the air and stuff, but he could score. I mean, you score and you score. You know what he was set 27, 28 points. For his career, and he's going to probably double the amount of assists that Jordan has. Yeah. So the most talented player that 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 you know because again I'm an Oscar Robinson guy. Yeah. But 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 LeBron is is, is Oscar Robinson plus. Okay. You know, so uh, I, I, you know, but in terms of spectacular and tenacity, and and just you know, just a drive, you know, I, I um, and a lot of them punks say when they took them, when they take a a a a who would you rather play with, Jordan or or, or LeBron? Them punks would be crying if they had to play. That's what I'm saying. They are, they everybody want to say they want to play, but you don't know what it feels like to play against. You know, say that, but you know. You know, uh, you know that uh, uh, KD and all the top players ain't gonna, you know, gonna say they want to play, you know, you know, play with him. You had to have a guy that fit in like Scotty Pittman, who wasn't a, a guy who was a, a number one guy. Mm-hmm. You, couldn't, you couldn't have two number one guys playing, you know, with Jordan. The Jordan wanted it all, or somebody that felt had, you know. I mean, they couldn't play with Jordan. I mean, you know, right. a lot of them guys couldn't play with Jordan because they they wouldn't let Jordan build off in their grill all the time, right. and uh, and so forth. So, you know, but but every time you turn around, you listen to this thing. Well, you didn't you didn't come over to my table. Well, I'm gonna burn you. But uh, you didn't do this, so I'm gonna burn you. They talking about Dan Marley, but Dan Marley ain't got nothing to do with. He, he's a good player, but everybody knew he wasn't Jordan. Yeah. Everybody knew Clyde, uh, Clyde Drexler. He's a bad, bad boy. Wasn't Jordan. So if Jordan cared about pride and winning, he gonna burn them guys anyway, whether or not whatever was going on. But 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 I would say that. You know, LeBron, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I just don't get caught up in the thing I don't get caught up in is the sixth, you know, finals. But you lost, it ain't like you won every game in your final, you know, in the final. You, you won three to two, 
tune, you know, whatever, yes, we and talk. so forth. But more importantly, it took you seven, eight years before you even got into the playoffs, or four or five years before you got into the playoffs. LeBron was in the playoffs his second year, and he was, he, you know, it took a team to, you know, you know, to the championship. Mm. So, yeah, but I, you know, I mean, it would be hard, you know, to, to you know, to, to go against Jordan because yeah, it was spectacular. Sure. But I think what makes Jordan immortal is that everything, he came across at the right time, his style, his hanging in the air, the way he walked, the way he talked, uh, his tenacity. And, and you know, and to everybody, you know, I mean, it was just, you never seen all of that in one package, you know, because when he was in college, I mean, you knew he was nice, but he didn't. He, he went, nobody thought he would be that. I mean, when he came out, nobody couldn't believe he was killing like that. Mm-hmm. And so then he, and then you, he lucked up. He lucked up and got Nike. He lucked up and got the Nike deal because nobody knew Nike was, the, was, the, was, the, was the, you know, he had C line. He was going with Adidas. Yeah. All the stuff like, you know, if he had yeah. stuff with them, they may not never, but all it came together. And once the tennis perfectly, team, man. You know, once the tennis team came. And, and 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 then all the highlights and you start making videos and you know and all this stuff like that come fly with me and you know I mean I mean, I mean, I mean I remember this one thing I don't know if you ever saw when uh, they were playing against uh, I think it was Utah one of those teams and uh, and 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 and, uh, and 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 Michael posted up one of the guys and, and went and dumped on him I think it was a guy you know. Smaller guy, maybe his size a little bit older. And the fan jumped up. Why don't you pick on somebody your own size? <laughs> so Michael got a rebound and came down on 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 uh, uh, Tarpin, and he's a seven footer. Yeah. And Michael flew on him and flushed it. And Michael <laughs> looked at the fan and said, "That big enough for you?" <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we were talking about. We were saying if if it's one thing Michael does, he backs he yeah, backs yeah. up what he, he said. You, you can't. He had no fear. Deny. He yeah. had no fear, and and that drove him to to be a better ball player. He's, he's like a guy. If you was in, you was in the war, and you say, uh, you know, you're in the foxhole, and you battling somebody. You feel comfortable that he's there. You ain't got. You know that somebody got your back. I know we were growing up, and it would be you didn't. You know, we go into a neighborhood, you know, people surrounding you, and you going back to back fighting. So we would tell everybody. Okay, if we all gonna run, we gonna run. But if we all can't run, we gotta stay and fight. And then you have some bums gonna run anyway. But <laughs> but you know that Michael gonna be there. Michael ain't gonna let you down. Yeah, yeah. And and that's the thing. You know he ain't gonna never let you down. That's a good amount. And so you know you can't. You know and you know LeBron is you know he LeBron is tough, but he's just softer than Michael. Yeah. And uh, and it's too much. You know. You know, I mean, LeBron ain't gonna never get like Jr. He's LeBron, but man, when you let Jr. done that to Michael, Michael body slam that. <laughs> <laughs> body slam. Man, for real though. Yeah, but, but you know, it's six, it's six, it's six or one and a half a dozen on the other. Uh, I just think that physically, um, you know, LeBron is just. I mean, they, I mean, LeBron, man, I, I tell you, because like I said, I'm an Oscar Robinson guy. 
I haven't even seen nobody do some of the passes that he made. I mean, he, he his vision for what's yeah. going to happen, you know, I mean, quite naturally, magic is much more flashier or whatever else, but, you know, I've seen nobody run the tempo of the offense like, you know, like LeBron. Mm-hmm. You know, Jordan, Jordan, I mean, you know, like I said, Jordan in the league 200 years and the Phil Jackson got to tell him who's open. He never have to tell LeBron who's open. Mm-hmm. Now we have to tell him who's over. I mean, not to say Jordan didn't know it was over. Like, it's like Jordan, like Jordan say, being honest, I, I wasn't a, feel, a fan of Phil because, you know, he going to take the ball out of my hand. He said that. But, but, but you know what? But they say, they say okay, Jordan's going to score 45. Jordan wouldn't score 45 because the only reason that Jordan was scoring 37 is because... Chuck Collins. Michael wanted the ball. Michael, when 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 Jordan, when the, the reason why a lot of people didn't enjoy Jordan when he came back, and the and the and the, and, and, and the Wizards were losing because again, Doug Collins. Well, Michael, what you think, Michael? Michael, Michael, that's all he was doing. He was doing <laughs> you know, yeah, Jerry Stackhouse said he ain't like playing with him. You know, and so and so so my thing is is that he would not score. 45 points because number one because when he scored the 36-37 he was losing if you tell me he wants to yeah. be a champion he ain't gonna win scoring 45 that means that the team you know no team is gonna let him score that much and then be a winner you just you're not gonna have stars on your team yeah. you like that uh, uh, uh hard is a specific uh, is a different type of situation I mean, you know, but he ain't winning either. He's not winning. He's not winning either. He's winning so, like threes, you too. Me, oh, yeah, Jordan would score 45. No. If you tell me he want to be a winner, no, he not to do that. If you want to be a loser and you get a coach, there ain't no coach going to let – there's no other coach than Dan Tony going to let anybody hold the ball like that. No other – nobody else holds the ball like, you know, you know, like that. And uh, and I'm just surprised that Tony do it because Dan Tony used to be, uh, you know, you got to shoot the ball. In yeah, running gun. You know, ten yeah. seconds. Yeah. So you know, but Jordan, not to say that he wouldn't be capable of you let him. But what? I mean, you know, what team would what team would he be able to be able to do that on? Yeah. Not that he couldn't beat the guys in space like that and so forth, but you know, you you got to have stamina. You know, you got to have stamina. To do that, when he first came in the league. You know, you know, when he was young, you know, but he couldn't, he couldn't score thirty, you know, thirty-seven. But I don't know the shot, the number of shots he takes. I mean, I mean, you know, as he, I mean, he, he definitely was a mid-range. You know, he's a mid-range period. Right. And they talk about quality. Quality is too slow. You know, I mean, Michael was bam, bam. Yeah, Michael could get up quick. You know, why can't really score guys? He's walking you down to the mid range for sure. Why you fly when he was the Spurs? He could be a one, two, and go, whatever he's going to do. Now he's just taking too long, man. Quiet ain't going to last too long. I think Quiet got two, three more good years now. Mm. Mm, that's hot take. Yeah. No, no, because because he, he number one, he's not that durable. Plus, he's slowing down. Yo, he, I mean, it's fine. It's slowing down. He do be limping around. He did. He did get injured a lot in the playoffs last year. So. Well, he's been, he been, he been, he been doing it ever since he was first. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, how do you, Nate, how do you feel about Draymond being the center of the 2010 team? Um, 
First of all, Draymond, the only reason they put Draymond as a center for the 2010 team, which is outrageous, is because the the era of basketball that we're in, the small ball era. Mm-hmm. And so Draymond, I guess you could say he's had success as a playing big. I mean, he won Defensive Player of the Year. Um, he's been on all defensive teams, but as a center, uh, he has not put up the numbers. Yeah, they, they, he did not put up the numbers to even be in that category. I mean, if we're, if, if I'm putting somebody, I'm putting either. I mean, it's, it's between Dwight Howard, Lamarcus Aldridge, and you could throw. I might even throw like old Tim Duncan in there before Draymond. You could throw Tim, you know, Timmy won in the 2010s. Yeah, um, you could throw Timmy in there. Uh, you know, the 2010s they have no crazy centers. I feel like uh, now that I think about it, um, I would I wouldn't even throw Marcus All in there. Marcus All had three, you know, good years, but you know that's really all. You may you could throw you know Powell in there, but yeah, Powell. What was the power was the center back. When, when, when did when did LA win this? When did they win? 2008. Well, they had Andrew Bynum, though. Oh, yeah, and he was playing a four. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he was playing a four. But, I mean, 2010 is clearly the team where they just – it's like positionless. So, like, right. I mean, I might throw <clears> – <throat> I mean, throw AD down there. Somebody, like – Yeah, but I'm not putting no – Yeah. I'm not putting Green in there. Because he on, – on any other team other than Golden State, he would be just a – you know, a – a little, he he would be a little bit better above average player in, in yeah. on, on, on uh, any other kind of team. But he's a yeah. smart guy, tough guy, but he wouldn't be able to all, you know, even defensively, he wouldn't show out like that on another team. Yeah, yeah, because you just have it's an, it's an issue. His ability, his defensibility. Yeah. I need, I need Kareem on the team. I think, I don't think I'm upset about I need Kareem on these teams, and I probably wouldn't have Steve Nash at the point from 2000s. Yeah, I don't know who you're going to put in there. I mean, I'm going to put my guy CP, obviously. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's biased. Fine, I feel like that's, I feel like that's perfectly fine. I mean. Him or, I mean, AI is, is another guy you could throw up there. Yeah, AI for sure. Um, now the 90s, um, I feel like everything is right here. Besides Stockton, <laughs> would you find would you put would you find Isaiah Thomas? No, what? Well, cool. Isaiah won at the end of the eighties, though. Yeah, I, yeah, Isaiah's at the end of the eighties. I mean, in the nineties, you got Gary, John. Let me see something. Help me out, Dad. Let me see greatest. Who they got? No, nineties, nineties point guards. Point guards. Yeah. But there's nobody who like really like came into their own during the night. Yeah, there was really no like GP the might be your line. best. Who? G like gay pay might be your best yeah, argument. Might be the best. Um now if we're doing a starting five, I um I guess Stockton is good because I mean you got MJ and then other guys who want to score or guys like yeah, King. Yeah, I guess you can put because, Stockton you know, right because, there. Because, because you know Stockton really was a good shooter. Yeah, I know he shot fifty percent and thirty-eight from three, but he didn't take that many shots. Yeah, he was not. He was barely. Mark Price was man. You know, Mark Price was good. Yeah, Mark Price was really good. Yeah, it's crazy. Like how I thought. Uh, I I remember playing 
I know we're going off topic here. Two K. That's kind of how I kind of Mark Price. You're familiar with some of these legends, you know, NBA my team and you. You know, you pull a player who's you know played in the '80s, you know '70s, etc. And Mark Price, man, Mark Price had it. He had a chopper. It's crazy. At one point, like I'm, I thought like him and Steve Kerr were on the same level, but then I got older. I'm like, oh no, like Steve Kerr just, you know, Steve Kerr was just a strict role player. Mark Price had that. Yeah, Mike Price had that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if we're just going based on the team they gave us, I would probably say the best team is the 2000 team. Because you have, like... With Shaq, uh, Timmy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. that basically four people in my top ten, personally. So, like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, you got Kobe, um, Steve Nash, even though you could throw CPAI in there. Tim and Tim and Shaq is just Timmy. Timmy and Shaq. That's just a, and I, you know, Tim Duncan is better defensively than Shaq. But you know, Kevin Garnett. They, mm-hmm. they they put Tim Duncan in here for Kevin Garnett, which is you know. See, see that goes back to the talent thing. Like this is the starting five team. You know, this is the decade starting five for Bleacher Report put out for every decade, really. No, see. Messed up when it started. I put Havlicek in. He was a good player, but yeah, I don't know. Havlicek was good for Boston, mm-hmm. but he was, he was a good player. But oh, what's his face not in here either? Who? Uh, Julius Irvin. But I mean, I don't know, Doctor J. Oh, Ju- Julius Irvin was like what seventies ABA. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of before, like early eighties. Yeah, early eighties. But he got Larry. I'm not that mad at that. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's really just that Draymond and not having Kareem. You can debate a lot of other things, but it's really just not having Kareem in here. Yeah, which is wild. Draymond at the center. Um, wow. So, you know, now, song of the day. Hmm. Mm. There's a lot of new music that came out, right? Yeah. You know, Nav, Kalani, Lil Durk, you know, Lil TJ, Slime and B, great stuff. But you know, I was um I was watching Instagram live the other day. Yeah. My girls Erica Badu and Joe Scott was on there. <laughs> yeah, just I've seen that. I've seen that. Like, Erica Badu and on and on and on and on. That's the one right there. <laughs> on and on is a bop. Um, That's the one. It's my side of the day. Mm-hmm. 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 Golden is probably one of my favorite songs, and I know that's probably one of her hottest songs. Just mm-hmm. got man. So that's you. That's that's on and on. And on and on and on. on, and on. Gotta make that your alarm. Yeah, that's the, that's the one right there. I got um man. Well, I told you like you know. For real, the song that I've been like listening to is "My Business" by Nav and Future. And, like, oh. I don't know. I don't know where people people get all this like hate for Nas. I mean Nav. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I never understood that one. I don't get where that comes from. Because I mean, dude, done made a name for himself, and he's what Pakistani. Like, what is he? Yeah, he's he's a brown boy. He's Middle Eastern. So. Yeah, Middle Eastern dude, man, and dude done made a name for himself, man. So you gotta respect that, but like. My businessman, like, Future really makes this song. Future, his verse. 
Everybody know Future is my second favorite rapper, bro. Future is he's different. Hmm. I also like um, I like when people like let their feature like really go off. Like not, yeah. it's not, it's not like a regular ver- verse. Not, that fifteen second like little verse like no. really like just go. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Um, another song. I don't know if you heard it. I don't know. You should check it out. It's called um, it's called Dealer. 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 Um, R M R featuring featuring Lil Baby. Oh yeah, I got that's crazy. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, th- yeah, cause he, he's a singer, right? Yeah. He's like, that's he, hey, I ain't gonna lie. I was listening to that song. I was like, oh yeah, this this no, I got I got uh, put this on now. But I, I figured like you probably already listened to it. Yeah, that goes. I I like how he just come out, start singing at first. I'm like, whoa, ain't this supposed to be a rap song? But hey, again, future comes in, and little baby, he you know he just been hot right now. Oh yeah, he's yeah. I, I, I like, I like dealer. Yeah, and lastly, I went back and listened to a little bit of college dropout. Ugh, Kanye was a Kanye. monster. We, we was having like a little small de- debate. I know that I feel like this is debatable. I feel like, I mean, okay, most people aren't going to say this is debatable. Let me rephrase that. But people like was saying, well, I think Keytron has said tap for tap, Kanye and Jay Z. I feel like it's always going to be Jay Z for people, but I mean, Kanye, bro, Kanye for us, but like 2003 to like 2008, he took over. And even some, and even in the 2010s, bro, like Kanye was mm-hmm. crazy projects. Yeah, it's like his, I want to call it dropout, bro. Like through the wire, like it's just. <laughs> yes, bro. Um, Same. Like, you know, you know, eight hundred eights and heartbreak, bro. Like late registration, bro. Like he put out, he made monster. Like, do I need to say more? Like he made monster. Yeah, we throwing some music in there. Made monster, bro. Mm, crazy. And even like um, Life of Pablo, with like Ultra Light Beam and all that. Pablo was Life of Pablo. I slept on that big time. Um, my my favorite song on there is uh, "Real Friends." Uh, I mean, that was hey, yeah, 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 but um, and that's uh, do you want to say anything before we wrap this up, sir? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, I know what I say, man. Um, just doing this quarantine, man. Try to learn something new, man. Trying to find something about yourself. Um. Find your purpose, man. Don't just sit around. Do oh, man, this to do um, just, <laughs> just go out there. Hey, man, go out there. I know, you know what I'm saying? I guess with the, the times we're living in, man, we limited, but you only limited to what your mind thinks. Oh, man. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Keep it in 100. Yeah. Man, like I say, just do it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you know, stay safe, stay blessed, man. Um, that's all I got. Sure. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Shout out, Papa Chain Race. This is a funny episode. Yeah, yeah, this is gonna be a very good episode, man. I, I'm yeah, shout out to my pops, man. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, very wise, very knowledgeable. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was a great episode. Can't wait for the next. Well, the last, I think, the, yeah, last episode next week. <laughs> But um, you feel me? This has been Every Nair Podcast, you feel me? We all have bad takes. Why not listen to mine?